Customer order updates got you freaking? How about your customer? Let's check in with them. Where is my order? I expect a response in 20 minutes, or I'll leave a one-star review everywhere, including your mom's house. Yikes. What if customers could find their own orders with Ventoff Order Lookup, the Shopify app that makes order tracking a breeze? With Ventoff Order Lookup, customers quickly and easily search for their own orders in your store with their email address or their order number. No more wasting time and losing your sanity trying to track down orders for customers. Try Ventoff Order Lookup today and get your order tracking under control. Just search Order Lookup in the App Store to start your free trial. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. You know what? My order was at the front door the whole time. Five stars. On the show, we, we primarily hear about entrepreneurial journeys from North Americans. And it's not something that happened intentionally or by design. I just assume that's that's what we attracted. That's who we knew. That was our network. And oftentimes as brands grow and they scale, they'll uh, attempt an internationalization effort. They'll start moving overseas, cross-border commerce. Today, I want to flip that on its head, I want to hear from someone who has established a successful e-commerce Shopify business overseas for me, outside North America, and then is looking to expand, apparently quite successfully, into North America. And so joining us today is Louis Marty from MercyHandy.com. I am sure I have gruesomely butchered that pronunciation. I am so sorry, uh, but we're gonna hear we're gonna hear the story and we're gonna get the the pronunciation correct from someone who knows. I'm Kurt Elster. Tech nasty. And this is the unofficial Shopify podcast. Luis, welcome. Hi. Your nice name to is Luis Marty. Not did I call you Louis? Louis Marty. How badly did I screw this up? It was perfect. It's Louis. <laughs> like it's a real French name, oh, but it, it was perfect. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, okay. that's it. The name of your store is what? It's called Mercy, like Merci in French, which means thank you, you know, Mercy, a handy. This one, you know, uh, handy because you have the word hand inside, but also because it's been like, you know, practical and, and you know, it's it, it was a perfect mix for us between a French world and a global world. So Merci, Andy. Oh, so from day one, the intent here is to have a, a global audience. Day one, you know, when I was, I mean, when I started the business day one, after my like studies, I, I really wanted to be, to build something global because, you know, I, I love you as brand. I love like Chinese consumer and, and yeah, I, I wanted to be global. And when we build our product and everything, yeah, we always, you know, we, we think about the global consumer. Yeah. And so, all right, where are you now? So we, we, we have started our company in France, in Paris, where I'm born and I raised, you know, with my family. And um, we build, so our, our main team is in Paris, in the hearth of Paris. Uh, and we are sold nine twenty five countries. Uh, I will say like 15 in Europe and the rest uh, in the world. Uh, US, Canada, Mexico uh, for America. And the rest is in Asia now. So, all right, when... 
did you start mercyhandy.com? So we stopped now seven years ago. Um, you know, I, I, I finished my study. Uh, I was like 23 years old. Uh, you know, I, the beginning of the story was I wanted to build uh, a brand. You know, I, I, I was like, you know, fascinating by brand with strong communities. And I love like Ben and Jerry's who disrupt the you know, the ice cream market. I was fascinated by Innocent Drink, a UK company who disrupts the juice and smoothie industry uh, thanks to a, a, a good product, of course, but also like a different marketing, a different like way to, to speak with consumer, to be consumer-centric. And I've met an internship in a really big, famous Spanish uh, fragrance company called Pooch. And we spend like, six months to open an Instagram account, you know, uh, because we wanted to speak with, um, you know, agency and test everything and be sure of like the next 90 post of, 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 of the world. And I was like, wow, you, it's not the way that I think business should be run now and brand should be run. You have to be, you have to iterate, you have to test, you have to, 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 you know, go faster into the market. So I stopped I my company. I love that Ben and Jerry's of all things was like a, a big inspiration. I, it is a really cool brand. Um, it was had, had quite the impact. Uh, have you ever, they do tours of their factory in New England. I think it's in Vermont. Have you ever been? No, I've never been. No. Uh, I will love, but I loved, you know, like, you know, when we start, I, you know, ice, the ice market industry, ice cream, it's, it's, it's huge. And they say, okay, how? how can we disrupt this industry without like a ton of money when you start? And, and, and we try, I mean, we want to do the same on the personal care industry where it's like trust by billions, uh, dollar companies. So, and, and, and big PNG, Unilever, L'Oreal, of course. And, and so the, when we start, you say, what can I crack? Is it product? Is it the market? Is it the channel or everything? And, and, and community, it's something that we definitely crack. We have over 2 million like, followers on our social media now. And of course, we drive all this traffic to our Shopify. When, well, I think the thing we've skipped over is what does Mercy Handy sell? So we start with hand sanitizer, which is crazy. You know, I was not a visionary with COVID, but uh, I wanted to start with the most ordinary, boring product. And because the, the, the vision we have and the mission, it's to make the ordinary extraordinary. So we, 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 you know, we choose the first product as a hand sanitizer. The market in Europe was really, really boring. Like it smelled vodka and it dry your hands, you know, uh, uh, and the market was like all the same. So we say, okay, let's bring color let's bring natural stuff inside. Let's bring cool ingredients, sustainable packaging. Uh, and then says, let, let's change uh, the, the channel of distribution because the product was only in pharmacies, you know, and, and I would say drugstore um, uh, in Europe. And we build a real bread and no, and no one knew a brand of hand sanitizer. You know, you just buy a classic one. Uh, in US, the market was different, but in, in Europe, definitely we made some tests and it was just like classic brand and shitty brand. So we changed all the rule of the game. We build a brand, um, launch a website, an Instagram of a hand sanitizer brand. We, we, we call Sephora, we call like beauty retailer, lifestyle retailer to say, hey, we are cool. We are a hand sanitizer. Let's do something together. And 
you know, at the beginning, they were shocked, you know, about the brand of hand sanitizer. And after a few years and after COVID, uh, of course, they, they, we, we, we sell million of units each uh, year. So it was a good bet. So when you launched the website in the hand sanitizer, like it sounds like you, you'd finished school, your background, it sounds like you studied business, right? Yeah, I studied business and my last internship, like in France, when you finish your business study, you have to do a, what we call an internship in a company. And I asked my director to say, I don't want to go into L'Oreal or Pepsi or Coca-Cola, whatever, to do an internship. I want to build my my, my company. So I, he said, yes, I hire two of my uh, teammates, classmates to, to, to make the, uh, the internship. And... You know, we, we launched a website. It wasn't a Shopify. It was my first big mistake. Like in my company, I put like when we start like 20K, uh, 10K from myself, I asked my family and 10K from my co-founder. Uh, and we do a video on YouTube who make like 2 million views. It was really fun. Um, uh, 2 million views. Uh, we, we were on 9Gag, we were on BuzzFeed, like really, really cool growth on this video. And we do like one sales on our website. And we were like, oh no. And we invest 10K on our website because we didn't knew Shopify like seven years ago. Shopify in France was not so famous, to be honest. They really grew after. I had an advisor who took me, okay, delete this website, go into Shopify and let the story begin. And it was like, we lose. 7k on our 20k capital you know uh with a really bad uh from scratch website you know so it's uh out of curiosity what what platform was it on well we we, we built it i mean it now to say this it's it's it was really like uh our platform you know we we did everything well, you, you but... built a custom yeah, platform yeah 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 it was crazy you, you didn't know? know what you were getting into did you no 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 i had no idea <laughs> but you know it's it's now it's funny but i promise you when i was a student in france the, all this the cms all, all, all this like shopify everything it was not so famous now when you want to build a website everyone is thinking about shopify or like competitor but but I promise you, when I start, I I, I I was like, okay, I I want a website. I will pay. I will ask a developer, and and maybe, yeah, really bad, really bad move. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, you, so you get this custom website built, and you get, you manage to get a, a viral video, Super which is viral. not an easy thing to do. No. Like that's the thing, everybody, everyone who writes a case study or business plan, it's like, all right, step one, be famous, and. It's harder, easier said than done, but you managed to do it with the viral video. Unfortunately, it did not translate to sales. Now zero, like definitely we do like 100K like visitors and literally one sale or two sale because like the experience, the, the, everything was bad. Like the, the, the payment experience, the checkout, everything, everything was bad. And, and one guy called Usama Amar, who is like a strong entrepreneur in the internet in in in, in France, uh, literally delayed like all the code of my website and say, go to Shopify. Uh, and I think we were like in the top. I we we start with Shopify. I mean, they should have one or two customer in in France. Uh, we we were one of the first brand in Shopify in France. So how did you, so someone recommended Shopify to you? That's yeah, you yeah, someone who were really focused into the U.S. market and Canadian market, of course, but someone recommended me Shopify, yeah. 
And at that time, did they have a, a French language version where they're like... No. no, 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 everything was in English. Yeah, everything was in English. And, and uh, you know, it was today, like they have a strong ecosystem. Of course, in US, you have a, a, a really strong ecosystem around Shopify with all the app logistics, repeat, like third party logistics, everything is connected. But, you know, when, when, like, when I start my business and I ask, like, supplier, uh, third party logistics, do you know Shopify? It, it, like, do you have a integration, a easy integration with Shopify? They didn't know about Shopify. They all knew about uh, WordPress, you know, or PrestaShop, so the French competitor. But now when you go into a third-party logistic in France and you say, I have a Shopify, it takes like one day to integrate products. So yeah, it's... And so now you've got... Perfect. So you have that, that viral success that doesn't translate into sales. We think it's because the, the, the website is just that difficult and bad. Someone recommends Shopify, you switch to Shopify, certainly probably took more effort with, you know, at the time not having a French language version that has since changed. And from there, how do you recover? Like does, does getting on Shopify, do you still have that long tail of traffic or what do you do then? We build community. It was like how we can like from this viral video, build a community. So we start on Facebook, you know, not, not Instagram, but really on Facebook. The first three years with a lot of fun, with a lot of joke and and like build community. We have like Facebook page with a half million person right now. We we don't post anymore since two years. We didn't post uh as you know, it's it's quite dead for organic stuff on on, on Facebook, but uh, on Meta and uh but but uh yeah, we build communities and we switch into Instagram and of course now we're on TikTok with like one million followers on all our own content on, on TikTok and you know, my story with Shopify is exactly the same with TikTok. When I start on TikTok, everything was in Chinese. <laughs> it, it wasn't translate. So I think if you want to be a great entrepreneur, you have to be an early adopter and try tools and stuff really at the beginning. You know, when if you want a competitive advantage, to, uh, you know, with the other. So... And, and Shopify during the first two years was for us, like in France, really, really a competitive advantage because it was faster, it was easier, it was cheaper than all other solutions in, in the French market. And at the time, it, it's funny, uh, probably, geez, at this point, 12 years ago, 12, 13 years ago, we were moving into e-commerce, but we used multiple platforms. And one of the... The platforms we liked for self-hosted was PrestaShop. PrestaShop is French. You're familiar with this thing? Never tried PrestaShop, and I'm a baby of Shopify. I love Shopify. I leave Shopify, but uh, uh, no, I don't know. I, I know some brand now was still on, on, on PrestaShop, but to be honest, I, I know more brands who are moving from PrestaShop to Shopify uh, yeah. for a lot of different reasons, like ecosystem, uh, integration um, speed like a lot of different things well just not having to host the thing yourself no or one of our, our earliest e-commerce clients we set up on press shop press to shop successful client a few years ago we moved them to shopify plus and their immediate reaction was we should have done this sooner <laughs> uh yeah so similar experience there but okay so you've got through organic social media content you're able to grow and get uh, sales and revenue, build a a multi-million person audience, which is not easy at all. 
and you've jumped through very like you've moved platform to platform like i mean like facebook pages not not particularly useful anymore move to instagram instagram still works pretty well and tiktok's the hot thing and it sounds like you got on that early but you sell hand sanitizer how do you consistently create compelling engaging content around hand sanitizer glorious beautiful hand sanitizer though it may be yeah so i mean of course, we developed new product. Now we are more personal care brand, but during four years, we were like a mono product. We only sold hand sanitizer. So uh, different size, different shape, a lot of different partnership. We partner with Disney. We partner with Netflix, Stranger Things around a, a hand sanitizer, reduce some some collab. So it was super hard. And, and of course, during COVID, we, 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 we jumped into like the COVID and we create like new sides new new we had a new communication it wasn't fun you know it was like vital and and it was like super important to to have stock and and normally we do jokes with our hand sanitizer and in 2020 we didn't make jokes around the hand sanitizer because we were out of stock so i think um like our creativity like in the product, in, in, like in the product uh, development, it's something that where, where we spend the most like time um, in in the company. We love collaboration and to like to create synergies between brand or between like shows as we do with Netflix and Stranger Things. Like we 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 are the first beauty brand to to partner with them, and it was huge. I mean, for us, it was huge. May all your upsells be sold out and all your downsells too. Do you know what would make this new year even happier? All the extra revenue you can make with one-click upsell. Zipify one-click upsell, aka Zipify OCU, can increase your Shopify revenue 10 to 15% overnight. One-click upsell has made its users an extra 393 million in sales. It's no wonder it's trusted by over 12,000 Shopify merchants. One-click upsell helps boost your average order value with targeted upsells and cross-sells. It only takes a few minutes to install the app, launch your first upsell, and start generating 10 to 15% more revenue overnight. To make this an even happier new year, go to zipify.com slash Kurt and start your 30-day free trial. That's zipify.com slash K-U-R-T. And to get an unadvertised gift, email help at zipify.com and ask for the Tech Nasty bonus. Tech Nasty. Tell me about these brand collabs, because I love the idea of if you have a product, especially a consumable good like hand sanitizer, where you need people to make repeat purchases, having doing limited editions of it and unique variations on the product they already love gives people an excuse to buy where they're like, I would love to buy more. And brand collabs really make this easy and help uh, introduce you to new audiences. And you've got, yeah. and like saying this out loud, it's hand sanitizer and stranger things. Hearing it out loud, it doesn't make sense. But seeing it, the, you have absolutely made it work. Talk to me about that experience. Because I've heard yeah. Netflix, uh, not necessarily the easiest folks to deal with. It's a big organization. Yeah, it's, yeah it was hard. Uh, why we do this? We, we, you know, I wanted to crack the U.S. market. And when I learned the U.S. market, I say, I have no money. I don't have millions to invest in, in billboard, in TV, in social ad. I have to think about something huge that a lot of my audience in America, which is a Gen Z uh, 
nope, watch. Um, so I need a collaboration. It was the easiest things for me, like to penetrate the market with a strong like messages. Um, I watched the show, uh, you know, it was in 2020 during COVID, definitely <laughs> when I was at home, I've never watched before. And I say, well, there is something which makes sense between Netflix and Stranger Things and us. This world, this parallel world, you know, this character, the young people, all this color. I love the ordinary and extraordinary world in, in, in Stranger Things when you go into the upside down. So, you know, I, I'm an entrepreneur. I have no limits. I, I, I'm super ambitious. So I say, let's send a message to Netflix. I, I, I go... I go into LinkedIn, I message one or two people at Netflix, I've got an answer. They say, okay, we just start collaboration, licensing, partnership, whatever you call it. And let's do a meeting, a creative meeting. And we start to build, says season four was coming. And they were like super impressed by our creativity and how our two brands can work together. And we made it after six months of development and huge lunch uh, he, 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 and a lot of American of our like US consumer know us thanks to Stranger Things and now then switch into our catalog product you know and so you 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 sent a cold pitch on LinkedIn to a to a, two people on Netflix and six months later you got this brand collab launched that's quite yeah, incredible yeah yes I mean you know, I always try like this. When I want to contact someone, I try to contact this person. Then the assistant, then the, the, the intern, I don't know. I always try, you know, to contact like the real person. And you never know if I explain to Netflix, oh, uh, I, you want to start collaboration. I read a lot, uh, of course, on internet about like how Netflix wants to, you know, uh, start li licensing like, they competitor like Disney and everything. So I said, maybe it can be a nice idea that a new season is coming 2020. Uh, the, the new season of Stranger Things is coming in 2021. They should have like a strong program about licensing and everything. And yeah, we made it. We made it. And so there, that's like, it's clear that's the big one. That's, that seems to be your, your baby. But you also have brand collabs with, with other big brands. And Disney, who's bigger than Netflix. Yeah. Um, talk to Talk to me about that experience. Like Disney, you know, obviously harder, hard to deal with when you're, you, someone has to be that protective of intellectual property. But at the same time, uh, Disney also very used to licensing. That is a big part of the business. So uh, which one was easier, Netflix or Disney? Totally different because Disney, it's crazy. They contact us. It was in 2018, so two years after our launch, they contact us. I they was reached like, out to you. Shocked. Yeah, they reach me. Oh. They reach me also on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, it's for for me like super super important. They reach me and they say, literally, I'm not joking. We are a little bit tired of working with big brand with PNG and everything. We are looking like to acquire a new customer with new brand, new like digital native brand. Uh, we love your brand. We we think we can do something together. And we had a meeting. So it was only in Europe, not in US, because I mean we were younger, not lunch in US. But it was huge also. And, you know, they wanted, they, they start, they wanted to, they contact us because they wanted to do a collaboration with a new film or with a new movie. And I say, no, I want like the classic one, like Minnie, Mickey, uh, you know, like the real family of, 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 of Disney. 
and we made it and it was huge on mine, huge, huge, huge. And we opened like, thanks to Disney, UK and Germany, like two big markets in, in, in Europe. Thanks to Disney, we acquired a new customer, you know, and, and, and we, we grew a lot. So when you've got, with these brand collabs, do the brands generally support the launch or they say, hey, we licensed it to you. That's, that's your advantage. Now you're, it's up to you to market it. Exactly. No, it's up to you. They contact us because I think we are super creative. Uh, I always try to catch new business. Uh, sometime in world say, let's, let's speak about Disney. But of course I say, hey, we have a partner, we have a license with you. Let's go into Disneyland Resort, <laughs> you know. So I open also new business. Netflix and Stranger Things, they, they have opened like five uh, pop-up stores in the U.S. Huge one. New York, Miami, Atlanta, uh, Los Angeles, and new new are coming. So, and we are here. So we, 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 we use them to grow and, 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 and we are sold in the store. So it's, uh, and they win money also. So it's a big win-win for, for, for all of us. Yeah. Well, you're right. I didn't think of that. They would also need, um, they need merchandise off in these brands yeah. for physical retail locations. And for Disney, that's, those are the resorts and believe me, they have, <laughs> there's merchandise everywhere. And everywhere. Uh, certainly, you know, Netflix did um, these super cool Stranger Things pop-ups. And so you, not only do you get the eyes and the impressions, you're exposed to entirely new people through this. And in the process, you're getting paid for it. Like they're selling your product, putting it on exactly. their shelves. It's very exciting. <laughs> yeah. That obviously is very beneficial. The other thing you've done is it's now, it's more than just hand sanitizer now. Like you, the obvious extension to hand sanitizer would be you're either going into cleaning goods or you're going into uh, skincare. And it clearly you went to skincare, not like Windex. Yeah, yeah, we went into skincare and personal care. We, we start with like old product for the handbag. So until COVID, we sold like hand cream, face mist, blotting pepper, really like what we call beauty products. Uh, beauty to go product, uh, minis and more, like really small product, always like uh, uh, lower than $10. And during COVID, I mean, uh, you know, in 2020, just before COVID, like before it starts, we, we, you know, we say, oh, we have a, a problem with our average order value, which is a big thing, of course, online. And we ask our community, we send a lot of type form, like we send thousands of type forms and, you know, survey uh, each month to our customer base, like to ask them, what do you want? What do you want to see in terms of product, in terms of marketing, in terms of innovation and skincare, skincare, uh, acne, acne, acne. A lot of people were saying like, we are still missing something for us. Um, for our skin and for our skincare routine. So it was a big challenge, a big bet. We changed up stuff in our brand to be more skincare, I would say. Uh, we changed a little bit our logo, we changed our website, we changed, we, 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 we changed two, three things who allow us to be an established skincare brand now. So, and, and it was a good bet because now it's 40% of our sales. So super exciting. So the, you knew you needed to expand because selling individual to go hand sanitizer, you're right there. 
Um, it's low average order value. And it, doing the brand collabs and the bundles and all the limited editions obviously helps with customer lifetime value and AOV a little bit. But you have to expand. And I love the brilliance of, you know, hey, this is a to-go item. It goes in your bag. What else goes with it in the bag? And that's where you start expanding. But the ideas all came from, uh, it sounds like you do monthly surveys. Use Typeform as the tool. Typeform's fabulous. Um, and you survey people, you just flat out ask them, hey, what do you want to see? And then whatever that top answer is, that's what you're going with? Exactly. It, definitely. And then we... We, we have a club of like hundred of people uh, and, and, and we, send, we send them every month some, uh, you know, samples of we had with our team, like, oh, we want to launch this deodorant. What do you think? We want to launch this acne patch. What do you think? We want to launch it. And we, we are always iterating with our like consumer and we test a lot, you know, and without testing, I'm, I'm nothing. Uh, to be honest, when we start, I was harder than this. I I used to do like fake landing page, uh, you know, with fake product just to to see the CVR and to see the add to cart uh, rate. And but now we are too big to do this. But if yeah, I launch a new business, I will do this. What you do, do with the, the would people so you you put together a landing page that fully works, but for a product that does not necessarily yeah. exist yet as a proof of concept. No, fake, I don't know. I want to launch a deodorant. I do a fake 3D. I do like some ads and you don't need like 10K to test, you know, with a few hundred dollars, you can test. You do a fake ads with a, with like a, a USP, a unique selling proposition. And, and you check like how many people click on the, the ad, how many people uh, like the bounce rate and everything. And you can convert like really easily to products. And I remember when we start um, to launch new product, we we made this, and some people were super frustrating because when you add to cart and we go to checkout, it was like, oh, uh, this is a test. Thank you so much. Please find a promo code for our like actual collection. And we received some email from people super super disappointing, frustrating, and sometimes angry because they wanted the product and they don't want to be like just in a panel you know so i'm so tired of losing revenue ah! are you tired of losing revenue to abandoned carts and lapsed audiences Ooh. of course you are did you know that anonymous shoppers who visit your store on their phones can't receive abandoned cart emails from shopify <gasps> pop quiz what do warby parker dr squatch and blendjet have in common they all turn to retention.com to maximize their growth and reclaim lost revenue. It's money falling from the sky. With retention.com's reclaim solution, you can leverage industry-leading identity resolution technology to increase your SMS and email flow revenue by up to 10 times. We am 10xing our list, okay? Like 10x, like I'm not even joking. Onboarding is quick and easy and implementation takes just hours, not months. Plus, retention.com's flexible pricing is based purely on incremental performance. So you only pay for what you get. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to grow your Shopify store and reclaim lost revenue. Visit retention.com to learn more and schedule your demo today. It's one thing to ask people, hey, what do you want to buy? And then, hey, would you buy this? It is entirely separate to say, Entirely. pull out your wallet and pay for this. That's when you find out the reality. And that's the brilliance of the landing page 
that they like for a fake product. And then obviously it's annoying. It's annoying for people that you have to go cancel the orders um, or you know do something with it. But as long as you limited it, um, it could be. I think it's a, a valuable and worthwhile tool. So with your you're in a unique position to do some some cultural compare and contrast. What's the are there any cultural differences when it comes to marketing or the e-commerce website or customer service that surprised you between Europe and North America or uh, France and the US? A lot. Like <laughs> uh like a lot. It's totally different. Average order value, it's different. Like in US it's two times bigger. Oh. I have no idea. Yeah. I, 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 I have no idea why. Maybe it's because of our like shipping rate or but um, but our conversion is a little bit lower. So because maybe we are, you know, lack of awareness. And I think like in US, in Europe, we are targeting like really the Gen Z when our actual customer in US it's a little bit older. So maybe they love more I think US people are more fun and they love more color and they love more like you know they they it's it, it it's different and it's why we really want to invest now in us and scale because we like we have really good kpi and we really good metric on our website to i didn't spend money on us right now it's just organic order oh I, wow literally yeah I, I i like i don't spend money on facebook and instagram just like organic organic order from Stranger thing from some PR, from some influence marketing, from social media, of course, but uh, today not targeting no one. Hmm. And tell me, let, but let's talk about some of the tools here because yeah. setting up a website to do international, to sell internationally, cross border, different languages, it it's hard. It's a lot of work. What the, how the heck are you doing it? Uh, yeah, Shopify market was not present. Like it, it wasn't on the market. Uh, so Shopify payment, neither. Shopify payment was in U US, but it just arrived like in November 2022 in France. So it's really young. Um, um, so today we are on Shopify Plus and we have like uh, three different websites. We have our French website in Euro. We have one English website with pounds and because we have a logistic, uh, like a different logistic in US and also our claims are a little bit different in US, we need to have like another US store. So now we have literally three different store, um, which is like really hard, you know, for, for, for our team, because you, when you create a product, you have to create on the three, three stores. And you, of course you can copy the but, amount of work you do. Exactly. You, you have to triple everything. Um, it's easier for analytics, like for Google and, and because like all is really clear and, uh, but, uh, but it's a lot of work. Uh, now that Shopify market is, is, it's on the market, uh, in France, we are going to do a little bit different. We still have this problem of regulation with FDA that our claim in us and in UK and in Europe are different that we will keep one us market, but ourselves allow us to do it, so it's fine. So the the current system you're running is one store per region, and then you put exactly. those on a subdomain. So uh, the 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 main store, the French store, is mercyhandy.com, but then the U.S. store would be us.mercyhandy.com. 
Exactly. Okay. And then the the newer feature set that Shopify offers is Shopify Markets that solves a lot of this where you run a single store, but it has um, the multiple languages and the multiple uh, currencies and payments and shipping rules are all set up in the one store and it still has the different subdomains, but it knows to like swap through them. So it helps ease up some of that that duplicate work that you have to go through. Um, exactly. And then the... So it sounds like you you started this effort before Shopify Markets was available, and now you're going to jump to Headless? Yeah, we are going to jump into Headless because like... Every week we receive email like from people saying that we want an app. We want an app. We love to buy with an app. And I say, no, it's <laughs> not my it's not our job to build an app and to like to do downloads. We 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 sell product. We don't sell downloads, you know. So and uh, so it's great to have a app, but we don't have enough product to we are not like HM or Nike or whatever, but I don't want to do an app. And today we were not I mean, our conversion rate between desktop and mobile are like really, really, really different when 90% of our traffic, you know, is from mobile. So I had this opportunity with a, actually a French company um, who made YC, Y Combinator, uh, who created like a, a headless program with Shopify. Uh, and All right, which one? Plug it. Let's hear it's called Once, uh, Once app, uh, and at the end, and it's called Once. You know, we are they have three customers. They choose three French customers, three big e-commerce e company, and uh, we launched in January. But what I do now, it's I mean, what I see and what we are working, we are working since August on it. It's crazy. Like you can swipe you. It's like TikTok. Our website, which will be a website, not a app, will be like TikTok. Definitely, mm. like you can swap. You you have full full page, uh, uh, you know, full full uh, screen pages. You can swipe on on the button. You, you it's really like an app. And to be honest, like eighty percent of the feature, you know, that we will have, it wasn't possible on just Shopify right now. So it's why we decided to move on the. Headless. And so to, a, it's a to with headless, what we're talking about is you have Shopify remains the back of the hub, the back end, but the online store channel in Shopify is no longer used. And in place of it, you're using a, a separate solution. And that's why it's called headless, because we have we have removed if the online store is the head of Shopify, we have ta taken that part out. And now we're using a separate application for it. And then they, they talk back and forth. And so you give up some of the, the online store features of Shopify. Not all of them. Um, uh, like often apps and stuff, you give up. And then in its place, you get this headless solution that will offer you know more and more stuff. And Shopify has their own version of this called Hydrogen. Um, and we've got, and then there's, there's other solutions for it. It sounds like what you're building, though, is like this very mobile, Gen Z-centric, super cool version of the site. When is when do you think that'll go live? I want to see this. 
January, yeah, definitely. It's almost done, uh, but with like Black Friday and and holiday season, it's really big. So we want, and we are moving 3PL. So it was oh. too many changes yeah, uh, in Europe. So it was too many changes at the same time. So we will first change our logistic and then our, our like uh, from, but still like Shopify is perfect for Headless. It's, I mean, it's, it's for me, it was a, uh, a non-brainer to stay on Shopify. Uh, you know, we are still um, uh, super, super, super happy of Shopify, but we wanted a, we wanted a, a, a front, you know, a front a website close to an app, and and it was the opportunity. I will we will do a catch up, and I will give you some data about conversion rate and and. Um, but yeah, Gen Z, it, it, it's because our. I mean, the the first reason is definitely because of the mobile conversion. And you you said, hey, like mobile desktop, our conversion rates were way different, even though traffic was ninety percent mobile. Uh, if I had to guess, mobile was was it half or like two thirds yep. of desktop conversion rate? Like my conversion rate on desktop, you can divide it by three. Okay. On mobile. Oh, all right. That's, ah. that's <laughs> when you I can when, see when why you, do you look for a solution. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of stuff. We didn't have Apple Pay. We didn't have like we bring a lot of mobile payment stuff easier, but uh, it's still it's still uh, you know. It's a it's a bet. I know that I will have to be honest. My my my. I mean, I'm confident because I know that my conversion will be really really better. But I know that I will have more expenses, like more development, more cost of yeah, most cost of labor, because it's not that easy uh, that a uh, 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 Shopify fronts, you know. But uh, at the end, when I do my profit and loss, I want to invest it in Atlas. I I could see why it sounds great. Um, okay, I need to check out this Stranger Things hand sanitizer. Where do I go to get it? Mercy Andy, right now and Stranger Things store. Uh, we we partner with Ulta also, uh, but now they I mean we remove the collection, and now uh, US that Mercy it's it's and you were receiving like 40, 48 hours. So yeah, okay. Cool. Uh, mercy, us.mercyhandy.com, and I will include that in the show notes. Uh, Louis, this has been this has been phenomenal. I'm so glad to have heard your story, and I you've had this incredible growth, and you had a harder time than someone starting at the same time in the United States. You know, there were some handicaps um, there that that would have slowed you down. And yet you've had just like this utterly tremendous growth. Hearing you tell it, you made it sound easy. And I know it was anything but. It's like, well, gee, I should go open an international hand sanitizer store. <laughs> but I don't want to be tearing all my hair out is the the other issue there. So I think I'll, maybe I'll, I'll hold no, off I, on that one. It's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of patience. It's a lot of mistake. It's a lot of, of emotion also like, uh, but uh yeah, uh, stay happy, stay positive, and 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 a little bit foolish, you know. I I I I'm a foolish guy, so yeah. <laughs> Louis Marty, mercyhandy.com. Thank you so much. Merci beaucoup. Merci, Kurt. <laughs> the unofficial Shopify podcast is brought to you by Loop. 
Loop is a returns management platform that makes returns profitable and stress-free for you and your shoppers. Loop offers automated returns, exchanges, and store credit options to lower costs and increase revenue. Do you want to offer at-home pickup or boxless drop-offs? Need to lower return costs or increase repeat purchases? How about all of the above? That's what's possible with Loop. Loop delivers customized returns management solutions for Shopify merchants of all sizes, like Studs, Princess Polly, Epoxy, to turn returns into returning customers. Find out why thousands of Shopify merchants choose Loop to manage their returns at loopreturns.com. That's loopreturns.com. If you'd like to help us spread the joy of entrepreneurship, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe. Tell them. If you're listening on a smartphone, tap or swipe up over the cover art of this podcast. You'll find some episode notes, including links to sites we discussed, and maybe even some details you missed. You'll also find offers from our sponsors. So please, support our show by supporting them. And thank you. The unofficial Shopify podcast was recorded and hosted by me, Kurt Elster. Produced by my business partner, Paul Rita. For our Shopify partner agency, EtherCycle, check us out at EtherCycle.com. And thanks for listening. And remember, if I said anything you disagree with, yours is my opinion too. I was mistaken. Tech nasty.